what in the world uh, here on earth are influences that you can identify that would be beneficial to like people the younger generation um growing up and look even in your own music if you preach a certain message and you want to get that message out there look you can plug yourself like hey I am. Uh, I think I'm a good influence for you guys, and I would love to share my music. Or if you know another artist, Gabby Call was a good one. Um, I feel like she's real, raw, authentic, and right now, personally, with herself, just being honest with where she is, and I respect it. But what is like influences that you can point out and be like, "Hey, I want you to follow this," or "Hey, you shouldn't be following that." Can you like speak on that? Yeah. So, um, so at first, I want to say that. I don't really have much music out yet. Um, there's only one song that I have out that's on all music platforms. And that was kind of like one of the first songs that I wrote when I, you know, started to realize that I was actually good at music with, when it came down to like writing. And um, that one is, you know, um, called Control Freak with uh, well, one of another artist, you know, another one of my day one brothers, his name is God's Durag. And, um, you know, you you can kind of think of me and him like Earth Gang, to be honest with mm. you. <laughs> so he's he's from New York. He from um he's from Brooklyn. And um uh he's uh well yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from he's from Brooklyn. Um he's um he, he he's uh, one of the other artists that I recorded with. Uh you know, he stays, you know, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um of course, we made that song with Smitty Allen Poe. It's called Control Freak. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, you can. But the only reason why I'm, you know, plugging that in there was just to actually, you know, let you know that that was before I actually chose to become a Christian artist. So, wow. you know, being that I'm still in the early stages and everything, you know, I can't really, I, I don't really have much product or, you know, um, I guess content to actually say, Hey, go check out my stuff. But I would say, you know, first, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I mean, I know I have a gift. I know I have talent, but if you resonate with me, then that's cool. I rather you not resonate with me as a person. You know, if you just get to know me as an artist, I rather you resonate with God first and you know what the Holy spirit shows you through me. And yeah. then if, you know, you can get to know me through, you know, the content and pictures and stuff that I post and then whatever type of podcast and stuff like that, because, you know, I'm I'm trying to refrain and also help other people refrain from that artist mindset or just like, you know, fanning out for, you know, a fellow brother or believer in the Christ. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's that's, you know, that's one thing. But, you know, that's also. You know, that's also that there's there's also that, you know, problem, which is, you know, how I feel. There's only certain people or only a certain few Christian artists that I can say that's in the game that have proved themselves that we all know about, but we just don't want to address it. Yeah. So, you know, I was I'm going to say shout out. I'm going to say shout out um, uh, Mary Love. Mary Love, um, you spell her name M-A-R-I-E, and then, you know, Love as an L-O-V-E. She's one of the ones that, you know, I got put on to, and, you know, she uh, was on a Bless, she was on Bless, the uh, Bless music platform, 
um, with uh, Gabby Callwood and Jordan May and a few other people. And um, there's another artist that I really like. Um, what's his name? Um, yes, I think it's I M R S Q D, something like that. Um, this mm-hmm. is an artist. Uh, don't quote me on it. <laughs> he's he's fine. He's fine. And you know, I got a chance to sit in some uh, sit in on some of his lives and ask a few questions, and you know, just actually see how you know he really tries to you know like glorify god in his music and his his own style and like christian music is becoming a lot more you know diverse and when people tap into that bag and tap into themselves you know especially artists and like yeah i feel like this is you know what's gonna you know actually have this industry you know popping but not just popping because it's an industry but popping because god is being you know glorified in it so yeah you know, that's what people need. People need more diversity in genres. Not everybody, you know, I, I would say if you're, you know, getting out of a depressing period, you don't want to, you know, go listen. You you know, we might cling on to the, you know, slow, you know, R&B or, you know, type of sad vibe music. But, you know, if you're trying to get up out of that, you know, get up out of that grave of depression, I highly recommend listening to some hype music. So if you want some hype, then, you know, you can go listen to I'm Taylor. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you can you can listen to Taylor, or if you want to, you know, you know, want somebody who's going to be really authentic. I I would have to say is Gabby Callwood. You know, Gabby Callwood. You know, um, she was one of the first names that I mentioned. But you know, right now everybody knows her situation, and she's only human. But still, at the same time, like she's being herself. So if that's something that I like and that that I rock with. Then you know, I'm gonna just say hey you know you know you can check out her music too so um i mean that's just about all i can say all i can think about you know just you know i rather the work that i put in behind closed doors to resonate in my music so that way all of it can align up and be true and sometimes i don't really like to write or you know spit something unless i'm actually doing that but i actually had to realize that I have to praise Jesus in my storm and I actually have to continue to at least speak on my faith or whatever and just be authentic with my content and whatever it is that I drop. So that way, at least, you know, it's real. And at least and, and, and if that's the least that I can do, then cool. That's a lot better than, you know, putting up a persona, which is, you know, what you what what you're used to or what most people are used to when it comes out of church, you know, that mm-hmm. pastor or, you know. You know, you got you got a whole congregation, small church or big church full of, you know, hard, you know, working people that, you know, got their car notes to pay and got loved ones that they got to, you know, get medication for. But they, you know, giving you the money and, you know, next thing you know, the pastor is Mercedes Benz swerving. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just keeping it real, like church needs to be a lot more transparent yeah. with their money and ties and offering is not money. To be honest, like a lot of people don't understand that, but tithes and offerings is not just money. Tithes and offerings is what's supposed to be fruit, church supplies, and actual goods and stuff to take care of the widows and orphans in the church. And not only that, but you know, for any type of emergencies or whatever, because the brothers and sisters of Christ were supposed to, you know, take their needs to the church, and the church yeah. was supposed to be, you know, that living embodiment and example of us casting our cares on each other and you know not just the building 
but us believers, we are the church. This topic right here, what you just brought up, is something that really kind of irks my nerves when um, certain church officials they use certain scriptures in the Bible for the offering plate when those scriptures were completely taken out of context completely. Um, yeah, there are scriptures that are telling us to give, give to, to, to the church. And technically our 10th, our tithe is not, we're not giving that we're returning it. It's not even yours in the first place. You're not giving your tithe. You're giving your offering. That's just, you know, you're just, that's your offering. Our our tenth is is not even ours. It, we're returning it, and also there's like uh Matthew six twenty one. Many scriptures. I mean, many uh pastors will use that specific scripture, and it basically I can't really quote it off the top of my head, but it basically says, um, where your heart is, your treasure will be also, or where your treasure is, your heart will be also, something like that. But in the preceding uh, verses and really the overall chapter, it talks about doing in secret that your father rewards you openly. And it talks about praying not as the uh, the, the rabbis do and not long prayers and not sophisticated words. It, it really talks about doing honestly to the Lord and, and going into your prayer closet and, and giving um, just your heart. That's your treasure. And even before verse 21, Matthew 6, 21, it, like four verses before that, it talks about um, all the treasures were moth and rust and robbers can, they can't steal. And, and it, it doesn't talk about physical money. It, it, it talks about your, your time. It talks about your, your works in the church. It talks about all that stuff to like, yeah. And... I just wanted to dip in and say that and, and really speak to all the people, all, not even the people, not I'm talking to like the church officials, like you have a moral responsibility to uphold like the scripture and to be like, hey, if that's not, um, I don't want to be preaching heresy and I don't want to be leading my church astray. But I just want to get that point out there to finish off that topic.